0: Welcome to the Black Money Matters Podcast, presented to you by the Los Angeles Sentinel and Chase Bank. I'm your guest host, Betty Hossel. This podcast series aims to empower our community by providing the tools needed to build financial wealth through home ownership, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy. On today's podcast, we will be speaking with Chinsi Mouton. She is the director of Business Connect, which links diverse owned businesses to major contracts for professional sports and entertainment events. We'll discuss preparing Black businesses to win large-scale contracts and more. It's the Black Money Matters podcast. We are here with Chinsi Mouton from Business Connect. Welcome to the Black Money Matters podcast. How are we feeling? We're feeling good. That's good. How was your morning?
1: It was good. Good, good morning. Good productive morning.
0: Good. Good. I want to jump right into your journey to Business Connect. Um, talk about how you were called to this, and you know, you found your purpose at Business Connect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I will say my journey began in Louisiana. That's where I'm originally from. I went to LSU, graduated from LSU with a bachelor's in communication studies. And my first year out of college, I worked as a business development coordinator for a minority-owned, woman-owned engineering firm. And it was really there that I learned about building relationships and the importance of being a small business, but a minority-owned business, a woman-owned business and the challenges that they go through and the importance of having certifications. Um, And so I spent a year in DC and then moved back to Louisiana worked in the engineering industry for about five years, was a public involvement representative, so served as this spokesperson for a $90 million program, but then also began volunteering with this, I'm sorry, then also began volunteering with this nonprofit organization called the Young Leadership Council. And it was there that I was running this youth recreational program. And I'm like, wow, I really love sports. I really love community engagement. How do I find a way to combine these passions. And so an opportunity came about in Atlanta where I had the opportunity to work on the 2018 College Football Playoff National Championship, Super Bowl 53, and then also the 2020 Men's Final Four. And so it was there that I ran a supplier diversity program, Business Connect, um, with B.J. Waymer and David Waymer. And um, it kind of led me to my opportunity here in Los Angeles.
0: Wow, so you knew that you had to be a bridge because you found two passions within yourself that said, you know, I love I love sports, I love the community. Right. How do I bridge our collective community to to that? So that's amazing. Yes. Thank you. Um. Tell us more about Business Connect and what is their mission? Yeah. What, how did your mission align with Business Connect?
1: Yeah. So Business Connect is essentially a supplier diversity program. It was started by the NFL really to create contracting opportunities for businesses that are in disadvantaged, disadvantaged enterprises essentially. So that these businesses are oftentimes underrepresented and are marginalized, right? So we have 200 businesses here in, in Los Angeles that are part of the Business Connect program. And it's really about creating contracting opportunities, but also providing professional development, networking opportunities, increasing the, inv- the visibility of these businesses, and then also giving them tools and resources to be successful.
0: So you see the potential before maybe even the business does. Mm. I would.
1: I don't want to say that. I. I don't want to. I don't want to put it there. But I, I definitely utilize the relationships that we have with event organizers. Someone like the NFL. Someone like the college football playoff and we identify what their subcontracting needs are, what their hospitality events look like, so that we can create opportunities for these businesses that have experience in the event space.
0: Right, because what happens is, people who have the the budget for marketing and put themselves on a mainstream level mm-hmm. always get chosen at the top, whereas the same business, um, that may be diverse owned, mm-hmm. um, may not know how to navigate that platform. So that's where Business Connect comes in and works as that bridge.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Powerful stuff. As a director Mm -hmm. for Business Connect um, and an empowered woman there as well, what do you see as your duty and your role there?
1: Yeah, I feel like my role with Business Connect is really to empower local diverse businesses. To give them these opportunities and give them access and put them in rooms that they're normally not in you know just to give them opportunities to be successful to give them the opportunity to be a part of a large-scale event something like the super bowl that we know has a lot of cachet, something like a college football playoff or a u.s open these are things that come and they go right so there's also the opportunity to create longevity with some of our other marketing and corporate partners that we have um, to make sure that we're continuing a pipeline of opportunity.
0: Absolutely. So I see you as some somewhat of a farmer, right? Where you're you're planting those seeds. I love and, that analogy. I right, love that. I love right. that. You're yes. planting those seeds um, even within the bigger corporations. Like, hey, you know, there's this opportunity here to work and, and also benefit, you know, your press and PR and, and whatnot. Um, not that that's what we're going for, but it does it's help. A part, it's a partnership. It support. does help. Right. So... I, I love that. And again, I kind of want to give you your flowers now. Thank you um, for seeing that opportunity and seeing how your mind works and applying yourself to something like that and, and moving up um, in that.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And I want to thank you guys for giving me a platform for Business Connect so that we can showcase these businesses. You know, it's not about me. It's about the businesses that we serve and giving them opportunities. Because when we do that, we create jobs and we know that these business owners these entrepreneurs will give back to their communities. So that's really what it's all about.
0: Absolutely. And I know you feel a lot of joy um, when you're working with those with those businesses. I know it may be like at a short term and then you pass them off to um, the, con- the, the event of the contract, but with me working, um, this is my first Taste of Soul. So shout out to everything that's happening around Taste of Soul, October 15th, shameless plug. Hey. Um, <laughs> I have come to really enjoy interacting. So I manage the social media content. Okay. And one thing that I have done is I built a community around the small businesses that were working with the mm-hmm. Taste of Soul and just to see them light up at the mention um, right. in the story or, you know, just showing that support. They're loving it. And I know that has to be, you know, somewhat of a similar feeling.
1: Absolutely. You know, one of the things that we did last year is we created a supplier spotlight series so we, sh- we were only able to do nine videos but really those nine videos were circulated and it, it increases their visibility so in turn more bi- more people are aware of the business they'll support the business and then on top of that we get to connect them with some of these larger scale events for contracts and procurement
0: absolutely so let's talk about the black dollar how have your efforts um been in the assistance with recycling the black dollar and before you answer i kind of want to elaborate what the black dollar is right i want everyone to envision um you giving money to someone else and who Mm. that person looks like Mm. the recycled um system is how many times does that happen when you're giving money to someone who looks like you and so that's where i want to kind of leave you um and kind of navigate you so Where do you see yourself in that system?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like when you support a Black-owned business, if you were to go to their establishment, you'll see other Black and brown people within that establishment. So you know they've created jobs for those people. You know that they're established within their own community, within their own neighborhood. So they're creating a space for people to feel loved on, you know? Um, So I really feel like it just creates an opportunity for businesses to thrive and to give back to their own communities. Um, a lot of time, minority businesses work with other minority-owned businesses. So there's a ripple effect. There's a supply chain there. Um, I know that you guys are going to interview Tintin Wine and Events. I feel like they're just, they're a perfect example of
0: supporting black-owned businesses, Absolutely, you know, so. Absolutely, I mean, you pitched um a lot of businesses that you most likely worked with and that's just um you know a drop in the bucket compared to what business connect has actually you know had a hand in which is over 200 businesses um again that's just the work of an angel you know (laughs) (laughs) and
1: and there's so many businesses so i feel like 200 that's that's it that's all i can do 200 but I also wanna make sure that there is enough opportunity for the businesses that we have, right? So to add more businesses to the program, that's something that's a goal of mine that I want to do so right now it's about establishing those relationships so that so that it creates more opportunities so that we can bring more people into the fold and create some things for them as well
0: so what type of businesses are are you usually working with is yeah. there a common commonalities in businesses so i'll say for
1: to be a part of business connect there's some criteria that's there so you need to be in los angeles county you need to be established for at least three years and you need to provide a good or service that is directly related to large scale events. So we have over 30 different disciplines that we represent. So that can be staging, lighting, security, transportation, food and beverages are like number one um, category. And these are all disciplines that really support the event space in the production of a lot of our our larger scale events in Los Angeles.
0: Speaking of larger events, Super Bowl 56. You connected so many businesses to that platform and in such, you know, a a space where all of the eyes Mm. are going to be on them. I want to kind of dive into that. Can you tell me how the businesses benefited from that or the feedback that you may have gotten?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think businesses, again, there's a cachet that goes along with being a part of something like that. But it also creates an opportunity for them to say that they worked with a larger scale client so that it sets them up for opportunities for for other clients. Right. When you Absolutely. can say you worked the Super Bowl, it's very time sensitive. There's a credentialing and security process that you have to go through. Um, and it's it's a large scale. It's a difficult, challenging event. So if you can do that, well, then I trust you to take on some of these other projects that we have.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, I love that challenge for them. Yeah. I love that you see that within them, and there is a sense of equality in in what you see mm-hmm. right behind mm-hmm. the business. Um, I would like to also know what's in high demand, and and I guess a better question is when you do get these contracts, is it are they telling you like, hey, we're looking for X, Y, and Z in the business. Um, or are you matching a popularity, um, that you, are getting from small? Yeah. Businesses?
1: So I would say each client is different. In fact, this week I have calls with what I call primary contractors with college football playoff, right? So there's different production partners that the college football playoff works with to produce three days of events. And so each person, each contractor has a different need and they'll tell you what that need is. So, for example, I just had someone tell me that he's really putting together these hospitality events and he's focused on printing and decor. He's like, find me someone that can do printing and decor. Find me someone that has staging and lighting experience because we need some LED boards that we have to install. So there's different needs. I will say within Business Connect, over 60 of our businesses are catering companies or restaurants because food and beverage is always in demand when it comes to an event.
0: So that's interesting. And it actually paints a bigger picture of the events, right? And what part each business can play. You Mm -hmm. can be a smaller cog um, that works uh, for a bigger event, you know, where it's just I have a business in lighting yeah and that's it your takes a team it yeah. takes
1: a team it's it's not just one individual doing it it's not just one company doing it it is hundreds of people I mean sorry hundreds of companies putting together these events
0: so within one event would you be able to get multiple contracts Yes. Oh wow, okay. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Now contracts range in size and scope um, in in dollar amount, but there's definitely opportunities for our businesses to get more than one contract because they're working with multiple primary contractors. There's multiple events. For something like the Super Bowl, that was 10 days of events, right? And so there's things that you're doing on a Friday night, there's things that you're doing on a Thursday night, there's things that you're doing on a Monday. It's just, it
0: varies. You're not sleeping, that's one thing you're not doing. <laughs> what are the What are the main parts um, that a diverse owned business should f- focus on when they're going for the contracts? I would say
1: number one, if you can, get certified. If you want to work with larger corporations, if you want to work on these large scale events, the first thing they ask for is your certification because it validates you as a business, right? So you can easily, I don't want to say easily, because I know it's cumbersome. And I, don't, I, I know, trust me, now, trust you folks, I get it, I get it. <laughs> it's cumbersome, but it's worth it. So it's actually free through the city of Los Angeles. You can get certified as a minority business enterprise. You can get certified as a, biz, a woman business enterprise. You can get certified as a DBE, a disadvantaged business enterprise. So there's different certifications that you can get. I also say, join a business association that can advocate for you. So joining like your local chambers, joining something like the Black Business Association, or Women's Business Network. These people are paid to service you, to help you. And so when I was in the recruiting phase and needed to find 200 businesses, we received over 1,100 applications. Who did I reach out to? I reached out to local chambers. I reached out to the supplier minorities development council because i know that they work with businesses day in and day out and advocate for those businesses so they could easily make referrals and recommendations so i strongly
0: recommend businesses to get involved and network that way i want to highlight two things we love free (laughs) and i heard free 99 so (laughs) you said you can be you can go on the la website or city of los 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 angeles Angeles
1: definitely has their own certification programs that are at no cost again it can be cumbersome they ask for a lot of paperwork because they're trying to validate you and your business and make sure that you're stable Um, but once you get through that hurdle then you're also in their pipeline for opportunities so the government obviously has $4 $4 billion worth of op- contract opportunities for businesses, right? Um, and so you're in their pipeline, but then it also creates opportunities outside of that with some of their external partners um, and someone like me who's looking, who goes to the city of Los Angeles when I need to identify businesses.
0: And this first step of the process is what what you're saying is very important and worth it because you, as a rec- when you were in the recruiting stage, you check those databases Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's
1: that's the first place I go
0: it cuts it cuts you you know it it brings more um light when you are in the competition of these contracts to go ahead and be certified absolutely you know you heard it here first people I'm telling you it needs to happen they I think within the business mindset paperwork and um certifications It's tedious, and it feels like you can cut that corner, Mm -hmm. but there's so many other businesses cutting that corner.
1: And the thing is, you can get help if you feel like it is cumbersome. If it's too much, I can't handle this, I don't have the time to do it, I don't maybe have the technical background to do this, get someone to help you. Um, Los Angeles also has business source centers that help you with getting certified, with help you and prepare you to just Be great (laughs) Um, so I really just recommend if you if you can't do it on your own get help because it is available
0: so that's a major factor to consider when you're going for major contracts and that's how you plan to scale are there any other significant factors that they should consider
1: yeah Um, another thing I would say when an NFL I don't want to say just NFL when these larger event organizers are looking to hire someone they're looking at your project experience so let's say there's an event for 11,000 people. You may not have been a part of an event for 11,000 people. Maybe the largest event you've ever done was for 300, but have you done three 300 events? Because that's now you serviced 900 people. So think about when you're thinking about scale and capacity and things like that, find a way to relate to them, even if it feels too big, right? If you have experience, that's what they're looking for. So it doesn't need to be, oh, I've never done something as, as large as this. That's okay. You've still been, you've been in business for three years. You've been in business for 10 years. You've been in business for 15 years. You have longevity, right? You have relationships. You, you know these venues, you know? So think about what you bring to the table. What sets you apart from your competitors? That's also something that we ask very commonly uh, within the interview process, right? So just being prepared, being knowledgeable about the client that you're going after. Don't just know what your company does, know what they are looking for, know what, who, who they work with, what type of projects they
0: do, and that'll better, better serve you. And I thought of this as well while you were speaking, uh, a mentor, someone who's done the event yes. before will tell you what their experience is, what they did wrong, mm-hmm. and you can avoid that landmine. Study the greats. Study the grades. Seek advice.
1: Get it, especially. I also tell entrepreneurs, speak to other entrepreneurs. Right. Speak to somebody who understands what it's like to grind in, grind out in owning your own business. Find out what they did to be successful. Find out what challenges they went through. I. You're spot on with that one.
0: I will also say, you know, some come with a pessimist attitude. Mm. Just cipher out you know, what you need to know. Mm-hmm. They may tell you, oh, don't don't worry about this or you 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 won't run into this. Just listen, I think, with like open yeah. opportunity.
1: I will say I've been very thankful and grateful for the businesses that are a part of Business Connect because they really do look out for one another and help one another. I know that if someone gets a contract, they're also looking out for their partner. So let's say a floral company, or I, no, I'm not even gonna say a floral. I had a event production company get this award, right? And they got a contract with someone that, with an event organizer that wasn't even a part of Business Connected. That makes sense. Like it wasn't one of our major scale events. It was gotcha. something on another level. But then they came to me and said, hey, Chintzy, I'm doing this event. Do you have any floral companies that I can use that are in business? Like I want to work with another Business Connect vendor. I had someone who who was hired to do the NFL Family festival the week of Super Bowl that brought together thousands of youth and their families. And he made it a point to utilize Business Connect in multiple areas. He utilized our food trucks. He wow. utilized some of our staging companies. He just made it a point to really work with other members. So I, I highly encourage businesses because we are so vulnerable. You know, black owned businesses are the most vulnerable in the market. So we have to support one another and work with one another. It
0: sounds like a community to me. Yeah. So what would you say, and you probably don't know this off top of your head, but um, maybe off feedback that you may have gotten, mm-hmm. what was the average amount that you um, heard back from businesses coming back? Like, hey, this venue um, hired, or this, this business hired me to do this. I needed this much. Did you get any feedback like that?
1: I did. So, well, I could say I saw, wide range right okay. some contracts are as small as maybe six thousand dollars right some contracts were as large as two hundred thousand dollars in atlanta when i ran the program we had someone get a one million dollar contract wow so it, like it really does contract. vary depends on the scope of work and what the event organizer is looking for um i think in los angeles because we were still going through the pandemic it cut the scale of things. And so it eliminated some opportunity, but now that we're on the up and up, I'm really excited about what can happen over the next few years.
0: Absolutely, there's just gonna be a tremendous revival. And I think um, the temperature that I'm getting within the black community is like, oh, we're ready. Mm. We are ready and we're going for it. Absolutely. So I'm I'm very happy that we have someone like you in Business Connect to uh, just be that bridge for the, the, I don't want to say army, but the wave <laughs> that's coming in. Um, how does a business prepare itself for a large scale event? Yeah. Um, what have you gotten back as feedback as far as like, okay, I was not ready for this heat or I was not ready. <laughs> I will say
1: with these larger events, things are very time sensitive and they change rapidly. And so, I think the changes that occur within 24 hours, 48 hours can throw some businesses off a little bit. Um, and then also like the credentialing portion was also a challenge I found for both the primary contractors and on the supplier side, just because they require a lot of background checks and that takes time. And so mm. to make sure that someone is credentialed in a timely fashion
0: or yeah, that the credentialing part can be a little want I want to emphasize that yeah. right now right here because that that is something at the taste of soul that we highly recommend you come prepared with your paperwork mm. I's are dotted, T's are crossed. paperwork is important. I want to re-innovate that right now <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. um and it's the it, Honestly, once you get over, I think the anxiety that comes behind mm. paperwork and signing things wrong or not knowing what certain things mean, one sheet a day.
1: Yeah. And I will say to our primary contractors, they're good about once they go into contract with a business, they make sure that they're prepping them. So that they know what's to come the week of Super Bowl, right? So there's monthly meetings that take place to make sure, like, hey, this is these are our expectations. This is what this looks like. Um, but yeah, it could it could throw people off guard every now and again for sure. It's okay. Yeah, we're learning
0: and we're doing it. We're we are we're doing, doing it. it. They everyone survive, right? Everyone will we're survive. We're still here. Paperwork, maybe a couple paper cuts, but <laughs> you will get through this. <laughs> I guarantee. So. Okay, I'm a business, Ms. Chinsy. Okay, I just landed my million dollar contract. Ooh. Hey, cause I'm manifesting. How <laughs> do I? So now that I have that that yeah. contract, it is a mainstream event. Where do I put my money? That's a great to question. let them know. To let the people know, All right? Come support me, and my million dollars. You know. Thank you.
1: I had a feeling you might ask this question and I was like, oh my gosh, I am not a financial advisor. I should not be telling anyone where to put their money.
0: That's a good plug. We are not financial advisors. <laughs> Please do not come for us, I, that,
1: Like That was my first, I'm like, oh, I really, that's not something that I typically, that's not the lane that I go in. However, I will say this. I was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta over the week. A good show. Right? Good show, And Candy Burris and Kenya Moore, we're having a conversation. Two black women, two two business-oriented black women, especially that candy. Thank you, thank you. Yes, right. So Kenya was saying how she was having issues with shipping and pr- um, making sure that her shipments were reaching her orders and the different retailers that she was working with. So she was having an issue with that because she was shipping from China, right? And then she had two new realtors, retailers. Sorry, two retailers that were interested in her and she didn't know how she was going to fulfill the order Mm. and so candy said well what are you going to do and she said i hired a coo and candy's eyes just lit up and she was very excited and she said i'm so glad that you did that now you have help you have support in operation she said a lot of times we as business owners think that we have to do everything we're wearing multiple uh hats and it's okay to get Help. So I feel like when you come into money, make sure that you're building a team that can support you. It doesn't need to be a large team. It just needs to be people that complement you and share the same vision as the you. The right team. The right team. It doesn't need to be a large team. It needs to be the right team.
0: Has anyone told you you're a genius lately? No. Oh, well, you heard it here first. No, people I don't, I don't, I don't. on Black Money <laughs> Matters, Chintzy is a genius. That is excellent advice because... um one of the things that we're taught within the Black community is how to survive, mm. but not how to thrive. Mm. And thriving comes within building the community and and supporting each other and knowing how to play. And this is probably not the lack of better words, uh, second banana. Yeah. How to be a, a great assistant, a great COO, and knowing what to do in that role and how to fully support the person that you're building up
1: yeah and you as a business owner you need to know what your strengths are so that you can hire the right support so let's say if I'm a business owner and I'm very good with my presentation skills I'm very good at gen- generating revenue but I may not have that operational background well then I bring in someone in operations or it may be vice versa I may be great at operations like that's my jam but when it comes to selling I can't do that, so what do I do? I bring in someone that does business development. So just really knowing what your strengths are, where you need support, that's important. And I think another thing that I wanted to touch on is just generational wealth. And I think businesses need to think about longevity and sustainability. How do I, what what happens to my business when I'm no longer here? Does it, does the business die? Oh, no. Does it go away? How do we? create a create a succession plan so that the business doesn't have to go away that way you pass it down to the next generation that way these businesses are here forever it's so hard to start a business so i don't want it to go away once it's been started right so i i think we have to think about things generationally and not just in the moment
0: here now a couple things one of the things is we as a million dollar contractor now that i have a million dollars um i would invest in an accountant or a cpa someone to handle my million dollars mm-hmm, correctly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if it was up to me yes. you know again. i will try to spend a million dollars
1: financial literacy I, i'll try it fine it'll be fun get advice yes it'll be fun yes
0: but um again that was amazing advice thank you so I want to touch on, uh, the things that I've seen, just like I said, within a little bit of time of working with the taste of soul again, October 15th. Mm. I love hearing people so excited that the taste of soul is back because they know the power of the taste of soul within their business and what that means. It's non-stop, non-stop traffic, Mm. 350,000 guests, just the energy alone is enough to fill you up. I just interviewed, shout out to Pie on the Fly. Okay. And we are also doing spotlights on businesses. And one of the things I ask is, what are you most excited about for Taste of Soul? And she brought up the fact that she was a guest first and it was her and her brother. And they said, she said almost simultaneously, they looked at each other and like, we have to come back here as a vendor. Mm. Because they were just so you know, filled with the passion and love and the warmth that you get from the Taste of Soul. Absolutely. So to see that, and there's another uh, business that we have, uh, Pucker Up Lemonade. Okay. Her whole, I think, adult life at this point, uh, a lot of milestones within her adult life, she credits Taste of Soul. Wow. Uh, Her marriage (laughs) being one, Mm -hmm. Um, her brick and mortar, And she actually, her anniversary, her wedding anniversary is actually the day of Taste of Soul. Um, Whenever that was supposed to happen during COVID, it did not RIP to that Taste of Soul. But, you know, these are the success stories that I get fired up about because that's not only business, that's a livelihood. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So one of the things that I can say is, for example, NFL Tailgate, we had over 30 different catering companies that worked that event. So I don't know if you're familiar with Sip and Sonder, but their coffee shop in Inglewood, they were a part of that experience. South LA Cafe, they were a part of that experience. And so Ooh La La Catering, she's another one where she not only is a catering company, but she also owns Swift Cafe in Lambert Park. And so just seeing these businesses getting to be a part of something as big as that event, I think it's a, it speaks volumes to the work that they're doing really.
0: We love to see y'all grow, hey. we really do. We've been speaking with Chinsi Mouton, the director of Business Connect, a division of the Los Angeles Sports and Entertainment Commission. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, girl. (laughs) Please join us next time on the Black Money Matters podcast as we discuss ways to empower our communities and get our people financially healthy. Follow us at the L.A. Sentinel on Twitter and Facebook. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Los Angeles Sentinel newspaper. Also follow the Taste of Soul on Twitter and Facebook at Taste of Soul LA. Oh, and don't forget our Instagram at T-O-S underscore Street Fest LA. Thank you for listening. This podcast is sponsored content brought to you by JP Morgan Chase.